This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Time can feel like it's in short supply. Between work, family, and friends, there's very little time left just for you. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? What's important to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It's a great way to increase self-awareness, build a greater sense of purpose, deal with overthinking, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash be here now today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash be here now. I'd never heard anything like that before. There was no mind. There was no thought about singing beautifully. It was total rock and roll devotion. It was total immersion in the chanting. Welcome to the Krishnadas Pilgrim Heart Hour. In this podcast, Krishnadas shares his warm-hearted and down-to-earth path to the divine. If you are interested in supporting Krishnadas's podcast, please go to beherenownetwork.com/kd. Shwari Pahi Vishwam Twami Shwari Devi Chara Charasya Adhara Bhuta Jagat Sumeka Mahishtvarupena Yatat Stitasi Apamashwarup Stitayatvaya Piyayate Kritsnam Langaviri Tum Vaishnavishakti Renantaviriya Vishwasya Bijam Paramasimaya Samoitam Devi 
Narayani Namostute Narayani Namostute Lakshmi Laje Mahavidye Shradhe Pushti Swade Dhruve Maharatri Mahamaya Narayani Namostute Narayani Namostute Nedhe Sarsati Vare Bhutti Vabra Vithamasi Niyathetram Prasideshe Narayani Namostute Narayani Namostute Sarva-badha-binir-mukto Dhan-dhanya-sitanato Manushyo-mat-prasadheno Bhavishyati Nasanshaya Narayani Namostute Narayani Namostute Oh, no more. 
I've mentioned this many times, but I really learned to uh, to sing. First real chanting I heard was uh, <laughs> was in the temple, and um, it was during Durga Puja, nineteen seventy one, maybe it was seventy two because I was living there. So it was the first time I really heard the Maz chant. That's what it was. They had a room where they went after Maharaji retired for the night. All the Maz got together. And since it was Durga Puja time, they were uh, they stayed in the temple for the 10-day Puja. It was a very rare opportunity for them to be away from their homes for so long. And... Uh, so 
after Maharaja retired or went, went to his room, they all gathered in this one room and they chanted, they partied all night long. It was unbelievable, the incredible energy. It was, and every once in a while, you could, someone, one of the moms would like scream probably and fall over, you know? It was really amazing to hear that. I had never, I had never heard anything like that before. There was no mind. There was no thought about singing beautifully. It was total rock and roll devotion. It was total immersion in the chanting. Most of them were very simple people. They weren't educated much. And they had that connection to the earth. They had that connection to the heart. This was a long time ago, you know, up in the mountains. And the culture in the mountains was many years behind the culture down on the plains. There's only one road that went up into the hills from, from Delhi. So they didn't get a lot of the fancy new stuff and fancy ideas that were coming into India at that point and to the cities. So they're very simple village people. And uh, I really learned a lot from that. All right, so let's look at the questions. <laughs> I love the new mantra at the Hanuman Immersion Weekend at the end of January. The mantra was Om Hum Hanumate Namah. Uh, is Haiti working on a lockdown album? <laughs> I don't know. Am I? I don't know. Maybe. Has every soul and photographs in your room left their body? Oh, my God. Um, not everyone. Most of them. Uh, there are a couple of lamas on this side, Tibetan lamas that are still in their bodies. Very wonderful, great lama, Mingi Rinpoche, His Holiness the Dalai Lama. Uh, Sokni Rinpoche, one of my teachers also. Uh, but other than that, all these other beings are no longer on in their bodies as far as I know. At least they're not on the bodies that I know. What is the point to live in this world when greed and unconscious people have it all? I mean, don't feel to fight stupidity. This world is hopeless. What is the answer from self-realized beings above all? Um, it's a little conf I don't really understand what you're saying here. Don't feel to fight stupidity. You mean you don't feel that you, you want to fight with stupidity. The world is hopeless. What is the answer? Well, the world is not hopeless. Not at all. Uh, the, the, the way things are right now, first of all, there's the world karma and the individual's karma. 
the world karma is the sum of all the individuals and as well as uh, all the, the everything that those individuals have done in all their past lives. That's what creates the atmosphere that we live in in this world. And this, these horrific things that are happening, they say, are happening because of the negativity in our own minds and hearts. The anger, the aggression, the pain, the hatred in the hearts of the people in the world. But not everybody is like that. And one still has many choices one can make to help oneself overcome anger, aggression, selfishness, greed. That's why we're here, to do that work on ourselves. Because in so-called Eastern religions, they talk about rebirth and that one's next birth has is very much affected by how we live in this one the choices we make how we live how we treat others how we treat ourselves how we go through our day uh, all that creates has a lot to do with creating what arises in the so-called future that's the point of living, is to find the real love that lives within us. And when possible, to help others find that love. So your, the intensity of your reaction right now is understandable for sure, because it looks pretty shitty most of the time. But you have to see, that's when you look out, but when you look in, you have the opportunity of noticing that everything you said is a thought, is an emotional reaction to something that you think is outside of yourself. And our work is to lighten up and thin out those emotional reactions, those knee-jerk reactions we have to people, to other people, and the things that are happening in the world. And if there was somewhere else to go, then it would be different. We could buy a ticket to some other universe. <laughs> but there is no other place to go. We are here, and we're always going to be here. Even after this body burns out we will be here and a new form will arise and that new form that arises is very seriously influenced by how we lived this life How do I do, somebody's asking me, how I discern when it is safe for me to chant with others, friends and family and then public? I ask because I'm trying to discern that for myself, locally, to start. Uh, 
I never think of it that way. I don't, I don't even know how to respond. Safe from what? Safe from being judged by other people? I'm always judged by other people. Sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's negative. Uh, I sing because I sing to the real love. I sing to my guru. I sing to the I sing to, to my own heart and to the hearts of everyone, I hope. Uh, and I don't sing in order to get a reaction from other people. I sing to save my own heart. And that's my practice, and I share it with other people. Uh, if someone doesn't like it, they don't have to come. But your question uh, shows that you're not thinking about this properly. This is your spiritual practice. This should be your spiritual practice. Chanting is not entertainment. It's not something you do for other people. It's something you do for yourself, and you share that with other people. And because you're doing it for yourself, they get the chance to do it for themselves. If I was sitting here trying to get you off and give you some kind of experience, you would feel that, and that manipulation would close your heart. So I just sing, as Siddhima always said to me, Krishnadas, sing to the saints on top of that hill over there. Because there was, in Kenchi, there was a hill where they say some very ancient saints lived still thousands of years. The point was, you don't sing to people. You could say possibly that you sing to souls, but even that is too much to be thinking about when you're chanting. When you're chanting, you're not thinking about nothing. So, this is spiritual practice. It's not popular music. It's not even unpopular music. It's chanting, which is meditation. And this particular form of meditation is done this way. I think maybe also you're saying, well, you don't want other people to like... Uh, feel imposed on if you're chanting, or you don't want to uh, do something that somebody's not ready for. That's too much thinking. And it shows that you're not... I'm, I apologize, but I'm just going to say that It shows that you're not really thinking clearly about this practice. This practice is what's going to save you if you do it. What's going to help you transcend the stories and uh, that you tell yourself about yourself, the way you define yourself, how you limit yourself, how you hurt yourself, how you see yourself. It's going to change all that if you do it as a practice. If you do it for other people, before you've rooted yourself in the practice, uh, you're going to have problems. It's going to create a lot of pride, maybe, in you. A subtle spiritual ego. Look how great I am. I'm chanting with people. This happens to everybody. It happened to me. 
So please, this is your practice. You can do it anytime, anywhere. If people want to sing with you, God will send them. You don't need to go look for them. They'll be drawn to you. If that's the karma of the situation. So don't quit your day job. Okay? A lot of spiritual people, I don't know why that's in quotes, are against gurus and point to stories of abuse and fraud. Have you met any gurus like this and offer any advice on how to discern the good from the bad? Well, yeah, I met quite a few. <laughs> Anybody who tells you that they know better than you what you should be doing, you should run the other way. Anybody who tells you that you, uh, you have to listen to them and not listen to your own intuition, you should run the other way. You have to listen to your heart. You have to listen to your own feelings about things. If you find yourself giving yourself away to somebody else because you think they may know more about you than you know about yourself and they may know better what you should be doing, do some therapy because nobody knows better than you. My own guru never told us what to do. He never told us what, he didn't tell me to chant with people. I had to find out what, what I needed to do for me. So, you have to really be honest with yourself about, one has to be honest with themselves about what they uh, want to get from a, a teacher or a guru. Of course, those are two different things, but Westerners don't really know the difference. If you're just trying to become a part of a group because you're lonely and you want friends and companionship, and there's a nice satsang around this guru, this teacher. You know, that's not the best motivation, <laughs> to say the least. So, one has to listen to their heart always. Even Buddha said, don't just accept what I say. Test it out, see if it works, see if it's right. So what to say about gurus these days? So it's not that you can't get some help from teachers and so-called gurus. You can, maybe. But the, the whole path is learning to listen to yourself, learning to find out what you want and what's good for you and to keep your own eyes open about it. And if somebody gives you advice that seems right to you, are you listening to them or are you listening to yourself? You're listening to yourself. 
So if you don't trust yourself, that's where it gets murky. Because if somebody says something that seems okay and to you, but you're not really in touch with what, with your real feelings about it, that's how you get, you know, into situations that cause suffering for yourself and others. So it's really a question of learning to trust yourself and recognizing that God lives in you as you as who you are. Nobody can give you that. Nobody has to give you that. Anybody says they're going to give it to you, as my grandfather used to say, God bless him. Somebody says, the longing in my voice, my voice, calls to the goddess in her that she was unaware of, but is a familiar presence. It feels transforming. Is this possible? Of course. <laughs> That's what this whole practice is about. It's about, essentially, about transformation and listening to our what's going on in there. And when I chant, I'm also moving deeply into that longing to be at one with love, to be in that love all the time, whether you call it the goddess or the god or this or that, doesn't matter what you call it. So of course it's possible. Absolutely. Has to happen. Somebody asked, does chanting the name of Jesus Christ have a similar effect of chanting Ramakrishna? Of course. Jesus Christ was an incarnation of God. Christianity has a lot of rules and regulations about that and a lot of definitions that, personally, I don't buy into. But that doesn't mean I don't believe in Jesus. I do. Absolutely, he was a great being, a bodhisattva, an enlightened soul. But I don't know that organized Christianity uh, is always plugged into that the right way. How do I deal with psychological fear? I've been suffering a lot lately. My mind says the craziest thing ever. Well, this is really tough times, very tough times. And there's so much fear and anxiety and suffering going on in this world right now that everybody's feeling it. So a lot of the fear we feel is not, um, is not uh, 
our own. It's in the atmosphere, and we take it as our own because we can't tell the difference. But there's tremendous atmosphere of anxiety and fear in this world right now. So it's the same answer that you, I give for everyone. Do some practice. You must do some practice or your mind is going to eat you alive. That's what practice is for, calming our asses down. Disentangling us from the constant flow of thought that eats us up, that pushes us around, that, that manipulates our emotions and, and our fear and all that stuff. All that stuff is not who we are. It's something we are aware of and we think we are like that. And so we act like that. One has to find a way to dilute the glue that holds us to these emotions like fear and anger and shame and grief and selfishness and just anxiety these days. But, but you can't think yourself out of a prison that's made of thought. You can't think yourself out of a prison, out of the, out of the fear. It's made of fear, every thought. One has to find a way to release the thoughts again and again and again. And uh, really try to land somewhere on the ground. You know, really land on the earth. Ground yourself. Get out of your head. But if you need other types of help, that's also fine too. You know, counseling, therapy, antidepressants, things like that. Anything that gets you through the night is a good thing. So don't don't hesitate to, to ask for help if you need it. Can I ask for a divine sign or something that helps me to trust more my own path? Uh, the signs are there all the time. We just don't see them. Once again, don't look for something outside of yourself so you can trust yourself. Does that make any sense? When you're looking to trust yourself, anything you find out there that gives you some kind of message, it won't last because the distrust is, is what you're feeling. So work with that feeling. Let it go. You have to let it go. You have to disentangle yourself from those kind of feelings and unidentify with them, which is not something you can push a button to do. Spiritual practice, calming oneself. That's, that's how we begin to do that kind of work. And it's not easy. You know, most people don't give a shit about it. Even if they talk about it, they don't do the practice. So, if you don't do it, you continue to suffer. And you continue to create more suffering. And if you don't see that, then of course, there's nothing you, you can do about it. So, 
I was once on a, uh, I once, I once drove the uh, hospital van on one of the AIDS rides that they used to have. I'm not sure if they still have them every year. They used to have these phenomenally huge AIDS rides where hundreds and hundreds of bike riders would ride from like LA to San Francisco or San Francisco to LA. And they also had one in the Northwest, uh, in Minnesota, <coughs> Minnesota to Chicago. And they had one in um, Texas from Austin to Houston to Dallas, I think. So one year on that ride, I, I drove the hospital van and I would just cruise around and pick people up who were uh, who were not making it, who were like, you know, passing out and sick, couldn't ride anymore. It was really hot. So, uh, oh yeah, so one day I was driving, it was just outside of maybe Dallas. And uh, on the side of the road, I saw a big sign, right? And it said, you've been looking for a sign. This is it. <laughs> so you're the sign. You're the sign. And it's helpful to find people who are also on the path, who are working on themselves maybe meditating, maybe doing yoga, asana practice. It's helpful to have some kind of satsang because we're all so lonely and so uh, isolated this last year. Now that it's lightening up a little bit here, we think that it might be more possible to, to hang out with people more. We'll see. But sangha is very important. Satsang is very important. The group of seekers on the path. And that way you, you'll see you're not alone in your distrust of yourself. And you will be, begin to work on it in the way that you, sh you could work on it. Okay. I am new to this path and sometimes I have doubts. I don't even know what this path is, but anyway. Uh, I suppose it's from fear that I'm going against the organized Christianity I was raised with. I know it's all in my mind, maybe, but sometimes I wake up and think, what am I doing? What would, what would I do there? She asked me, what would you do about those thoughts? I do try to let the thoughts be, but I just wish those thoughts wouldn't arise. Uh, wishing those thoughts wouldn't arise is a thought. And there's nothing you can do about thoughts. You can't stop them from arising. Where are they? You're going to shoot them and kill them as they go by? Where are they? Where are they coming from? Where do they go? Just practice letting go. And you'll see how sticky this particular issue is for you. And that's good. That's really good that you see that. If you don't see it, you'll think it's not there, but it's there. And you don't see it, you can't do anything about it. So if you see it, you can look at it. You can work with it. You can try to see what is it in yourself that won't allow you to 
trust your own heart about what you want to do and what you need. Why aren't you enough? What, do you, what does it matter what anybody says? These are the questions you could look at in the issue like that you're talking about. Um, the reason I got into this stuff is because this was the first Indian stuff for me was the first stuff that I came across that actually talked about working with yourself. Nothing in my background, my religious background, ever spoke about how to be happy, how to find love, real love, how to overcome my neurotic bullshit. That's why I got interested in this stuff, because I was looking for answers. I was looking to find something. So you are maybe kind of, you know, like not there, here, halfway there, halfway not there. So it's good work to do that. Look at yourself. What is this? What is this fear that you're feeling? Look at it. It's not you. It's a feeling. It's a thought. It's an emotion. It may seem real, but it's not true. There's a difference. Would, I, would you chant to Ganesha first to remove obstacles before chanting to other deities? Or is it okay to chant to any etc., etc.? It's okay to do whatever you want. That's what it's okay. Follow your heart. We talk, we say Ganesha, Hanuman, Ram, Sita, as if we know what these beings are. We don't. We have not had direct experience of what these beings are. Just because somebody says you chant the Ganesha to remove, uh, to what would you say to... Uh, remove obstacles before chanting. What does that even mean? We don't know what Ganesha is, who he is, what it is, what it means to even chant to him. Why does chanting him remove obstacles? Because somebody said so? Hanuman and Ganesha are very similar that way. They're both obstacle removers and destroyers of suffering, etc., etc. But we don't really know what that means. So, just be at ease in yourself. Be at ease in yourself and follow your heart. Don't worry about all the rules and regulations. We, we're not even qualified to even get in the game yet about that stuff. And that's okay. Maybe we don't need all those rules and regulations. Maybe the name, any name that we really sing will bring us what we need, what we want. And we don't need to follow all those rules and regulations. Uh, how do I deal with the God concept in 12-step meetings? I tend more towards the Buddhist no-God approach. That is an absolute misunderstanding of the Buddhist path. Buddha actually never said 
He never asked the question of whether there is or not a so-called God. Buddha definitely recognized all the, the deities and the heaven worlds and the worlds of Brahma, etc., etc. But the creator God of the whole universe, he never answered that question. He only gave teachings to help people extricate themselves from suffering and become liberated from suffering, become enlightened. He didn't deal with philosophy. He dealt with technique and uh, the mechanics of how the mind works and what's, what you can do to, to free yourself from suffering. And it's the same with the idea of no self. That's very misunderstood by Westerners, by a lot of people. So uh, you don't know if there's a God or not. You don't know if there's a creator God or not. Where'd you come from? If you could figure that out, then let me know. And uh, you'll, if on the way to figuring that out, you'll learn a lot. If some people like to believe in that, fine. That gives them strength. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to judge them and think that you know more because you don't. You just have your own ideas, just like they do, and they're no more correct or less correct than anybody else's. So that that superiority thing, you know, you have to deal with that. In twelve step, you'll deal with it if you really do it. All right, gotta go. Am I cranky tonight? I don't think I'm cranky. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Time can feel like it's in short supply. Between work, family, and friends, there's very little time left just for you. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? What's important to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It's a great way to increase self-awareness, build a greater sense of purpose, deal with overthinking, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash be here now today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash be here now.
Hanumate Next week. I'll learn it. I'll remember it this week and I'll sing it next week. Bajiloji Hanuman. Bajiloji Hanuman Bajiloji Hanuman Bajiloji Hanuman Bajiloji Hanuman Bajiloji Hanuman Bajiloji Hanuman Vajilodhi Hanuman Guru Charan Saroja Raja Nijamana Mukur Sudhar Varanara Gubara Malajasu Chodaya Kupalachar Uddihin Tanujanike Sumiram Pavan Kumasiaram Balamuni Vidya Dehumohi Varu Kalesabeka Yavararam Chandra Purjeshwaram Jaya Hanuman Gyana Gunasag Jaya Puja Ramadurta Tulta Baladam Anjani Pnipatra Pavana Sutanam Mahavira Bekram Pajarangi Matinavar Sumatikesang Kanchanavaran Viraja Subesa Kananakundala Chittakesa Atabajula Ura Dvaja Beraja Kande Muja Jane Usaja Shangara Suvana Kesari Nanda Eja Pratapa Mahajagabanda Vidhyavan Puni Atichatu Ramakaja Karebe Koatu Rabucharitta sunibhe korasiya Ramalakhana sita manabasiya Sukshmarupa dharisya hindakava Vikattarupa dharalankachara Imarupa dharasura sanghari Ramachandra ke kaja sanghari Aisa jeevan lakhan jayai 
और देवता चट्ट नदरै हनुमत से सुख करै संकट कटे मिटे सब पीर जो सुमेरे हनुमत वल्लभीर हे जे जे हनुमान गोसाई पाखरो गुरुदेव की नाय जो सत बार पाठ कर कोई चित ही बंदी महासुख होए होया पर हनुमान चलीस होया सिद्धि साक्षी गाड़ीस तुलसीदास सदा हरिचेर ये नात हृदयम अंधेर अवन तन्नाय संकट हरन मंगल मूर्ति रूप सियारा राम लखन सीता सहित हृदय बसुर भूपर राम चंद्र पद जे शरण मंगल मूर्ति मारुत नंद सकल अमंगल उड़कंद मंगल मूर्ति मारुत नंद सकल मंगल उड़कंद श्री राम जय राम जय जय राम श्री राम जय राम जय जय राम राम जय राम हे जय राम श्री राम जय राम जय जय राम सीताराम 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 जय सीताराम 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 जय जय सीताराम श्री राम जय राम जय जय राम 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 जय सियाराम जय जय हनुमान संकट मोचन कृपान धान हे बजरंग बलि हनुमान अरुणा सागर कृपा नदा 
राम जय राम जय जय राम श्री राम जय राम जय जय राम सीताराम 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 जय सीताराम 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 जय सीताराम 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 जय सीताराम राम जय राम हे जय राम श्री राम जय राम जय जय राम श्री राम जय राम जय जय राम श्री राम जय भगवान हे भ 
Thing about a path at all. It's only because of the great beings that have gone before us. Out of their love, out of their kindness, they left some footprints for us to follow. So, in the same way that they wish for us, in the same way that they wish for us, we wish that all beings everywhere, all of us, be safe, be happy, that all of us be healthy and have enough to eat. And may we all live in peace and that ease of heart, that ease of heart with whatever comes to us in life. stay take good care please take good care and whatever you can do for anybody to help them do it much love namaste <laughs>
family, and friends, there's very little time left just for you. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? What's important to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It's a great way to increase self-awareness, build a greater sense of purpose, deal with overthinking, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BeHereNow today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash BeHereNow.